0: Good morning and welcome to our Tuesday morning chapel. Today we are honored to have with us Reverend Tim Hartwig from Peace Lutheran Church in North Mankato. Uh, Bethany Lutheran College is owned and operated by uh, about 130 plus congregations here in the United States. And uh, there are two local churches, uh, Mount Olive and then Peace. Uh, if any of you are interested in uh, making that your church home, either one of those congregations while you're here, certainly would encourage you to speak to uh, Pastor Hartwig today, or uh, we'll have some of the other pastors visiting us for chapel as well in the future. God's blessings on your worship.
1: The Word of God for our consideration this morning is written for us in 1 Timothy chapter 6, beginning at the 10th verse. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called, and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, these are your words. Sanctify us through the truth. Your word is truth amen please be seated in Jesus the Christ dear fellow redeemed God's grace mercy and peace are yours from God our Father through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ would you like 432 million dollars As of yesterday, that's what the Minnesota Lottery was worth. How many of your problems would $432 million solve? You may quickly think of the beta car that you've got. can upgrade, no more repairs. Think of your college loans that are maybe already mounting. Well, I wouldn't have to worry about that. Probably help out mom and dad some who are struggling. Yeah, I could do a lot of good with $432 million. Is money the solution to your problems? Often that's what the world proposes. Kids are struggling in school. Let's throw more money at it. is money the solution to your problems notice what paul wrote about money or more clearly the love of money he said it's the root of all types or all kinds of evil the love of money has this root going out that grows and reaches into someone's life causes them to do all types of evil paul is saying that the love of money is detrimental that money itself can lead you to do all types of evil Greed is really the sin that, that Paul is addressing here. Greed for earthly wealth. Some people would say, you know what? Money doesn't have any appeal to me at all. I would never be guilty of this sin. But have you ever had one cookie? And thought how much better it would be to have two? Two. And then once you have two, maybe a third one and just finish it off. We all have to recognize that inside of us, there is this greed that festers there. That we want the very best for ourselves if we can achieve it. And so, earthly wealth is a great danger to you. here would be a real practical application. I know I probably should have spoken this advice to myself when I graduated from university. There will be a real temptation on your part when you graduate from college, maybe your school debt is in mind, but to go out and get the very best job you can, the best paying job that you can, Regardless of where that may place you. Notice that Paul here says to take hold of eternal life. To lay hold of it. To fight the good fight of faith. The temptation with where you get a job is, where are you in connection to your church? Yes, you are free to go anywhere in the country to work. But is there a church there that can support your pursuit of eternal life? Confession time. When I graduated with my engineering degree, there are only two churches in Australia. I went to the very opposite side of the country. For 13 months, I didn't go to church. There was no internet. There was no way really for me to be spiritually fed except through my own feeble efforts. Now by the grace of God, I realized that that was a spiritual void and I needed to get out of it, but it was not my work fight the good fight. Lay hold of eternal life. Make your faith the highest priority in your life. As Jesus said, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. Then all these things will be given to you as well. So how do you fight the fight of faith? How do you lay hold of eternal life? The way we speak like that, it it can seem like it's our effort. But we need to understand this in the context of all of Scripture. Fighting the fight of faith means being connected, remaining connected with the means that God is using to strengthen that faith, being in the Word being in the Lord's Supper, receiving it regularly so that there God fights for you. There God comes to you and strengthens that faith that he has planted inside of you. His Spirit is working to complete the work that God began in you. When you come to chapel, It's not primarily about obeying God. And in one sense, it's not really about you fighting the fight. It's about coming to where God fights for you. And God is willing to fight for you. He's demonstrated this throughout history, but especially in the cross of Jesus. There Jesus fought for you. He took all of your greed. All of your wrong priorities. All of your wasted time. All of your sins. And he was nailed on the cross for you. So that instead of the death that you deserve... You now have eternal life. Your sins are forgiven, they have been taken away. You now have a new opportunity, a fresh start to fight, to live the life that God desires. So stay connected with where God fights for you. This will be a fight because even though you have this gift of faith inside of you, you also have a sinful nature. And it's going to war against your faith. I sort of chuckle at that cartoon image with the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. One whispering to have a little fun, enjoy life. The other to do what's right, to do what God wants. That's, that's really a picture of us. We have these two competing voices inside of us. So Luther was right that our life needs to be a life of repentance. Every day we return to our baptism. We drown that stinking old Adam and we rise to new life. We remember what God did at our baptism, that he washed us clean of all our sins and and planted something new inside of us. That too is fighting the fight. So stay connected. Connected. To where God fights for you. Then you will receive what He has promised you eternal life. One final point. If you were able to talk to the souls in hell, and ask them at that time what they would be willing to give to possess the forgiveness that only Jesus has won. I'm pretty sure they would say everything. Don't lose sight of what's at stake. Eternal life with eternal life as your priority, then Jesus becomes your priceless treasure. Nothing else in all the world compares to what he has earned for us all. Eternal life. Life with God in heaven forever where we'll never have to labor under the sun again, never get sick, never have to go through death. And God will wipe every tear from our eyes. Now that's the solution to our problems. That's the solution that God has given to you. May he bless you and continue to pour out his spirit upon you through the means he has chosen so that you are preserved in your faith and you are one day with God in heaven to him be the glory now and forever amen now may the peace of God which transcends all understanding guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting amen we have a prayer request for Colin Anderson who is a seminarian and he's a vicar in Iowa His father is undergoing surgery for liver cancer. Let us pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, you invite us to cast all our cares upon you. We approach your throne of grace on behalf of your child, Tom Anderson, as he prepares for surgery tomorrow. Grant ability and confidence to those who provide him with medical care. If it is your will, grant that this procedure will bring healing to his body so that he may be restored to good health and continue to serve you. With Tom's fam- be with Tom's family members and comfort them with the knowledge that you will hold all things in your hands for our eternal good. We commit him into your gracious care through the name of your Son, the great physician of our souls. Amen. Oh.